welcome to the Kosafa Show with Mark Gleason and Nick Say. Welcome to another episode of the Kasafa Show as we look ahead to the 2022 Hollywood Bets Kasafa Cup that will be staged in Durban from July 5 to 17 with a bumper field that includes Senegal returning for a second successive year as they hope this time to turn silver into gold. We'll also hear from Seychelles Football Federation President Elvis Chetty on the excellent work being done in that country to grow the game, despite the challenges presented by the devastating COVID-19 pandemic. But first, though, let's hear from Kasafa President Artur de Almeida Silva following the draw for the Kasafa Cup that was held this past week. This uh, was an amazing day and a very productive day because we have on uh, this uh, uh, activity all the sponsors and all the stakeholders next to us. So especially people from the government of KwaZulu who give us all the support for the next three years for the, our tournament. So we are so excited that uh, we start a new area and uh, also to bring a new sponsorships like uh, Hollywood Bet who come with us on board to develop football even in our base of the football and women football for the futures. That is amazing uh, day for, for me and for us in Kosafa. But I think uh, uh, we are established to, 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 to the next future of uh, the game of the football in our region. So uh, I think uh, to bring uh, Hollywood bets with uh, us, that is very important. So, because we are not talking about uh, only the tournament of football, we are talking about the education. We are talking about to bring people from uh, the streets to play football. That is uh, part of a social responsibility of the, our partners. So, from that, uh, I, I need to, to send a message to encourage other companies to join us because uh, we are we are doing something for the future of the humanity or for the future of the, the 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 people of our country of our regions so it's not only football it's a social development of our uh, society so the involvement of uh, stakeholders and the partners like a early bet that can be a key for development of uh, football and to stabilize our society. So I encourage other companies to come and join us in this uh, matter. Hollywood Bets are to be the naming partner for a number of Kosafa competitions in 2022, and brand and communications manager Devin Heffer explains why they are so keen to come on board. Devin, brilliant launch. Uh, we now call you the title sponsor. How did that decision come about that you'll be part and parcel of Kosafa now? Thank you, Lona. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic to be here to, you know, for the sponsorship announcement for the Kasafa Cup. I mean, to be naming rights holders is massive. You know, this, this Kasafa is such a massive brand, you know, across the whole of the Southern African region, the African region, you know, and to be able to be a part of this brand is, is really big. We were associated with Kasafa back in 2019 and 2020. Obviously, 2021 with COVID and everything knocked us out, but, you know, we're back here, we're bigger, we're stronger, and to be title holders is absolutely brilliant. And not just for the Kasafa Cup, for those men's, you know, to include the Women's Cup, the Beach Soccer, the Under-20 Championships, and then obviously the Women's Champions League is something we're really excited about. 
you will be hosting as a title sponsor, of course, hosting about 14 countries down here in, in Durban. What is it that they can look forward that Hollywood Bats can actually try and convince them to be part and parcel of Hollywood Bats family? Yeah, I think what's quite special about the Hollywood Bats family is the passion and energy we bring to everything we do. Um, I think the, you know, the most people that are going to notice that as the fans, you know, that's the people we, we love, we, we engage with. Um, we had a lot of fun back in the, the last two editions of the tournament we were involved with. And from the player's perspective, you know, Itaqueni, the warmest place to be, you know, and it's one of those things, you know, in July, it's almost, it still feels like summer, you know, and, and, and the people in Durban love their football. So I think they're going to be welcomed with open arms. Us as Hollywood Bets are going to try and make them feel as comfortable as possible. And hopefully we get the best out of them on the pitch and we, we get the best football that we can hope for as sponsors. Uh, Devin, any sponsor is always looking for a return on investment. You want to hit us or hint us on what actually Hollywood Bets is looking for as a return on investment on this uh, Kosafa Cup? Yeah, it's always important when, you know, you sponsor any any tournament or any event that you, you're looking to get a return. But I think for us, it's the brand exposure and brand credibility. You know, as we starting to move our operations into Southern Africa, uh, we're about to launch in Lesotho and Malawi. We're already active now in Mozambique. It's it's these kind of partnerships, especially with an established brand like Kasafa and, you know, these major football teams that we're getting our brand out there that it builds that trust. It allows people to show that we are legitimate, we are uh, proper business people, and that hopefully... You you know, we are able to expand our operations into these countries and take it further. Definitely, you are expanding because it's actually going to be very beautiful to see uh, some players from Hollywood Bats League playing in the Kosafa, uh, which means it's a double dip for you as a, as a, as a Hollywood Bats. But without further ado, Devin, thank you very much. And what would be your last words to the Kosafa family, to all the teams that will be coming down here? Yeah, as you mentioned, I mean, the Hollywood Bats Super League is, is a big part of our brand, um, you know, to sponsoring the national Premier League for women is, is massive. So to have Mama Lodi Sundowns taking part in this competition is fantastic. It would be great to see them, you know, defend their title and go on to, you know, the Champions League title for Africa. But um, at the end of the day, you know, there's, there's, there's other teams there that are going to be knocking down the door and hopefully, you know, we get the best football out there on the pitch. And finally, just from us as Hollywood Bets, we encourage the public to come down, come support this fantastic tournament. Entrance is free. We're taking, you know, the, the football to the community. It'll be in Chatsworth. It'll be at King Goodwill's Latini. So Latini um, and then obviously the, the you know, the, the big playoff finals and final uh, Moses Mabida. So yeah, let's hope uh, we come out and our drive support. There's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of action a lot of purple, but uh, at the end of the day, a lot of good football. Dr. Fikili Ndlovo, who is the acting head of the KwaZulu-Natal Department of Sports, Arts and Culture, says they are delighted to see the Kasafa Cup return to Durban after they last staged the event in 2019. Thank you very much for hosting us today once more as Kosafa. It's always nice to come to the province of KwaZulu-Natal and uh, so nice that this time around we come down with a department that is just recently emerged. What do you think that makes the whole collaboration with Kosafa feel like the, the major of the two departments that you, that has recently happened in KwaZulu-Natal? Thank you very much and it's beautiful to be able to host you in 2022 uh, having the province come out of uh, such a disaster. So it's such an opportune time for us to be meeting and during this draw for the Hollywood Kosafa Cup 2022. This is an opportunity for us as the province and I think you will understand that if we are talking about sports, we are also talking about arts, we are also talking about 
about diversity. You know, sports brings together that diversity. It brings people together. It brings that social cohesion uh, in terms of our communities, not just in South Africa, in Kaiser and in Guadalupe-Natal, but also in the country, in the SEDEC region. So the department itself carries that ethos that when you bring people into this province, it's about its uh, sports, it's about its art, the art that is happening out there, but also the heritage of our province and our country. So this department embodies all of that. This year, we come back for the second year of the uh, memorandum that you have with the EDA department. But this time around, we see a corporate sponsor uh, joining on board. What does it mean for you as government uh, that we have a partnership between government and the private sector? One of the things that this uh, government has prided itself, especially the sixth administration, is the issue of social compacts on saying how do we come together as government, civil society, business to be able to bring this country this province and Africa in general. And this is one of those that we look forward to now that we have government on board, both in the province and the city, but we now have a private sector in terms of Hollywood uh, bets. And we have COSAFA uh, as part of that relationship. It is exactly what we're looking forward to. And it carries the message uh, broader because then in terms of engaging people, we all have the stakeholders that we relate to. And this then carries that messaging to all our stakeholders. Thank you. Uh, Fourteen can countries will head down to Durban, will head down to KwaZulu-Natal. What is it that these 14 countries should look forward to that they can enjoy besides playing football within the province of KwaZulu-Natal? I think the first important thing is the warm, the warm province and the warm people. It's about people. So it's the warm people of this province that they will find the warm people of this city. And we urge them when they get here and land in Durban, let them know that we have the broader KwaZulu-Natal which carries the World Heritage Sites uh, in the Trattensberg. You also have the St. Lucia on, this, on the north side. You have the warm ocean this side. You have the warm people who have such a beautiful heritage that you can go to in the northern part of uh, in the entire province. And on top, we have beautiful malls that you can see. So it carries everything that you need to see and enjoy. And we are looking forward to say, let them come and see. We are ready and open and we are ready to welcome them. Lastly, Doc, we have Hollywood bets. Will we be betting for any country? Oh, uh, you see now, I have to bet for South Africa. Who else can I bet for? <laughs> Brilliant Kuzwaya is a former goalkeeper for Kaiser Chiefs and Bafana Bafana, but saw his career cut short by injury. He's become involved in football development and will be an ambassador for the Kusafa Cup this year. Here's what he has to say. We did a program in, in March with the Umamsu upon it was imagine UEFA Academy. So then we learned a lot of things and um, other job opportunities which are in the football fraternity. Um, our relationship grew from there, and there are certain things that I wish to develop in Etsewino, KZN, on myself upon uh, development day youth. So that is when we started the relationship here to, with Kosafa. And I'm really, very, very privileged with Bangnigas opportunity fanale and I can only grow from this position to further anything that I wish with the sport development in South Africa in general. Um Sibu and Jenga Seychelles. Seychelles it's an island, it's it's a island among Sangsundown. 
and the number, yeah, but as a population, it's very, very small. But they are so passionate about football on its own. So it's very, very crucial to understand what the development in sports starts from an early age, cooling eyes, and for them to be part of the Costa Africa Cup 2022 is very, very important for them. But also not as a host, is country to be part of what develop and see our facilities that we have. South Africa, especially at win because South Africa has the best facilities in Africa in general. So we need to showcase also that through what, through development, see grow as a football lead. We might be the favorite because of the facilities that we have. And it's very important to pressure 16 lap. They can only develop that they can take by Fagemazwenabo. We have Abu Khan, I know, no, sorry, Abu Zambia. They've been playing in Kosaka for, for quite some time. Eswatini, Lesotho, Botswana. Those are good teams in terms of, of football. Development-wise, they are still growing, just like Nazi Safunu Kula in five international standard in, in our South African Football Association. I think it's very, very important to understand the As I said before, with relationship Yami, Nokosafa was mainly based with the retired footballers to understand other job opportunities which are in, in football in general. Because most of us, we tend to retire. We are looking with the center coaching clinics only or center tournaments where one of us needs to actually decide to be part of a committee, Nokosafa. Now, what they must do with Mendenjani, Bahame Biofund, go to UNISA, go to Ama Sport Management courses, of which Naming John Ganagi on a little man. I remember when we spoke about this in 2019, go back to school. And it is time now, me, get back to school and get fund the lesson because you had the president there with the new generation. Or the shooter, I want I can actually fit in Lapaya, but I cannot fit in without having my qualifications. It is important to send Ama courses for Ama reference, for Ama coaches, even in school, it's a administration because not all of them would be able to have the talent to play football but all one of them needs to be a manager one of them military administrations so military developers at an early age you see definitely now this this serves as a pilot of what because it is a creator what a league of equal in in case of but our, my main focus would be piloting umlas because we're speaking about textile we need to actually develop our own impasha as umlas that is bringing economic development so economic development is a developer but it's a fundisa futuguti ungenzi maletoleni futuguti impasha ama vendors or mama nababa taisa nababa zo benefit township economy and gena food lab there's a lot of things in the football fraternity that people tend not to because one of the priorities that we have as case attended water and sanitation development, township or economic development, economy while still playing football, you can actually package So those are the things that are in the future. It's as a bonales and there's gonna be a school league which is gonna happen gradually and make it fashionable again. Elvis Chetty has big plans as president of the Seychelles Football Federation. He admits that the COVID-19 pandemic had a major impact on both the country and its football, but there are green shoots of recovery and the future looks much brighter. I just want to get a snapshot of where Seychelles football is at the moment as we start to come out of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic and understand a bit more about how to host sporting events during the pandemic. The Seychelles, well, as you can uh, imagine, um, in order for me to answer that question, I need to consider, well, firstly, I need to address the economic factors and uh, what Seychelles rely on for its bread and butter, that is tourism. 
as you can expect, um, during the COVID pandemic, uh, the tourism industry was ravaged. And um, obviously, um, uh, the, which affected the entire country and affected all the other sectors. In saying that, um, we have um, done a great job, the government has done a great job um, to, uh, to assist uh, the private sector in bouncing back. At this juncture, we are still... In football, we are still feeling the effects of COVID-19 simply because the private enterprises that um, would normally partner up with football aren't where they were um, uh, pre-COVID. I'm sure that's going to take some time before they can financially inject um, funds into our activities. Nonetheless, um, we've had to think outside the box how to... um, how to raise funds, such as uh, investing into long-term projects like electronic billboards in the stadium, um, selling naming rights, even though, and accepting lower rates for the time being, getting involved in uh, creating a lottery uh, at affordable prices with a very... um, Very good bonus prize for the winner, which has helped us raise funds. Um, However, the teams have managed to to continue and... um, and at the moment, the league is will finish in a couple of well, no, in about five to six weeks. And is it uh, business as usual with the league, uh, the same number of teams, etc.? Yes, in fact, it is business as usual. And the truth is, we are we are currently um, investigating if there is a need to cut the um, amount of teams at top flight or even or even create a new structure that we are considering um, and have elite teams participate. The reason for that is because I'm embarking on uh, projects um, where um, I wish to raise a lot more funds and it is possible now um, for the teams and to help raise the standards of football there. Is that sort of similar to a Premier League concept then? Would it still be under the auspices of the association or would it be a separate body? No, it'll still be under the auspices of the federation simply because uh, the person that would raise funds will be me. (laughs) And uh, I don't want to put two different hats, the head of an independent body at the same time I'm the head of um, the federation. So after consultation with the members, they've agreed that the best way forward is to actually keep it under the auspices of the federation. And any other projects that you're involved in, in in women or junior football in terms of raising the standards there? Currently, we, um, the women's football have, has been extremely active. Uh, we, uh, we have partnered up obviously with, uh, um, FIFA CAF, but not just FIFA and CAF with UEFA as well to assist the growth of Seychelles football. We've, uh, Seychelles women's football. We've taken an approach where, where 
we wanted new blood into the new system and uh, we've created um, knockout competitions and started, will be starting shortly, a league um, of a small amount of teams. Um, we've realized that in our circumstance, the best way forward is to actually focus on um, the youth rather than uh, the seniors. And that that in itself tomorrow will create um, a larger pool of of players um, to to basically create a very competitive league. We, we've also got into partnership with um, the British Highcom in the Seychelles where um, at schooling level for both boys and girls uh, we've, um, they've introduced a concept of English Premier League where um, each school um, at a secondary level uh, adopts a, um, a pre- Premier League team they wear the outfit and it is and um, they play a competition which is funded by uh, the British High Um, at grassroots levels we are very active currently um, and um, we have created very recently a um, school um, for elite youth football we're starting with the boys first and eventually we'll we'll once facilities are made available we will also move on to the girls the this the competition has started but officially it hasn't uh, been launched as of yet because that will be done in the next three weeks with our patron who is the head of state um, in the Seychelles we do have other projects however and um, we're simply awaiting an answer from FIFA we are one of the final three candidates uh, to host uh, the beach Soccer World Cup. I mean, that would be a massive boost to the whole country and their football as, as well. It's a, not the same as association football, but still to hold a, a global event would be almost like a dream. Absolutely. I, 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 we couldn't measure the value um, the added honor um, effect it would have on general tourism of the Seychelles. But the last Beach Soccer World Cup, uh, I believe, was aired in 160 plus countries um so we're talking about hundreds of millions of viewers and um, that would be beneficial for both the country and also um seychelles football overall when do you expect to hear the the final decision on that within uh, we believe within the next few weeks or maybe end of next month Uh, just going to the national team at association level where do you see them at in their progression at the moment I'll start with the national team. The national team um, is at a very good stage. Um, Recently, they took part. It's a very young team. Uh, They took part in a competition which involved three other Asian um, countries. Uh, I believe they were Sri Lanka, Bangladesh and the Maldives. And um, we ended up winning the competition, which was held in Sri Lanka. Uh, Recently, we... um, we um, played um, in the um, AFCON qualifiers where Seychelles drew nil all against Lesotho and lost 3-1 in South Africa against Lesotho. Um, what I'd like to point out is that we have a very young team and um, very capable team. Um, 
I think I think we're going to we're going to um, see marked improvement over the next year or two by this team. This is one of the reasons I want to create the new the new um, the league the new league that I'm proposing. Whether it's an EPL format or we call it the Super League, um, that would actually bring a lot more professionality within um, uh, that organization and also raise the level of um, football, uh, generally speaking. We've seen how Comores in the last few years have reached out to their diaspora, mainly in Marseille, but they have to improve their team. Is there a big uh, Seychelles diaspora out there that you can tap into? There is a Seychelles diaspora out there that we can tap into. And in fact, you know, we, we haven't um, been using those players. We have now actually f- um, located and agreed with them for them to start participating. Who knows? Maybe at the Kosafa competition, we can have them on board. Um, however, we're also taking another approach whereby um, we have agreements with various agencies and uh, something we had not done in the past, which was to market our own players. We have young players who have the ability to succeed at professional football in Europe. It, they don't necessarily need to play um, in the Premier League. They could be playing in the Championship or they don't need to play at League One level. They could be playing um, at League Three to start off with. Um, the minute I believe we do that um, and we continue allow that to continually allow that to happen, what we're going to find is that there's going to be a lot more boys and girls who are going to have belief and work a lot harder to um, achieve dreams of professional football in Europe. And just the last one for me, you know, you weren't able to hold host games in Seychelles. Just the situation around that and, and when you hope to be able to bring games back. By the end of the year, we will be hosting games in Seychelles. The simple matter of the fact is this. We don't own the stadium. The government owns the stadium. Governments have a responsibility all around the world um, to maintain their own infrastructure. Now, uh, we have come to an agreement with the government that we will sign a legally binding document, which has effect for 20 plus years. And thereafter, we will will, uh, um, invest within that stadium in itself. This has already been done, and we are currently investing... Um, in that stadium and it will be ready by, um, in my opinion around the end of the year but this has also taught me another lesson and one of the other projects that I'm embarking on is for Seychelles football to own its own football stadium you may have taken note that yes CAF has a project um, whereby they want each federation within um, the continent to own its own stadium um, whether it's with CAF or with someone else. Before the end of my mandate, construction in a new stadium which belongs to the SFF will have started without that. That's it for another episode of the Gustafa Show. We'll be back in two weeks' time, just ahead of the start of the Gustafa Cup, where we'll have more news and views from the tournament. Don't forget you can listen to more of our podcasts on Sokoladuma Radio, Gustafa.tv, Spotify, and iTunes. You can also get the latest news via our website at www.gustafa.com and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. <laughs>